0: Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano.
1: Welcome everyone to a throwback edition of the Sports Spectrum podcast. Today on the show, we bring you a portion of an interview we did back in October of 2017 with Jeff Blum, 2005 World Series champion, longtime Major League Baseball player, and now Houston Astros Broadcaster Jeff was, was really great to talk to, and it was a timing thing in terms of having Jeff on because at that point, Houston Astros, 2017 Houston Astros, were on their way to their first World Series championship, so it was a lot of fun to talk to Jeff prior to that World Series, just kind of previewing the team and what it was like to be around that club that year, quite a special team. If you remember the 2017 Astros and beating the Dodgers in that legendary World Series, that that memorable World Series that went seven games, it was such a great, uh, really a great back-to-back battle. Every game seemed to be one of those kind of games that you just couldn't turn off. You had to watch and you had to check out, and Jeff joined us to talk about that, but then we wanted to get into his journey and his story of baseball and faith, and that's where we bring to you our portion of the interview today, which is his faith journey, where that began, how it started, and kind of his walk with the Lord, especially being a baseball player and being a Christian and what that looked like for him. So take a listen to Jeff Blum, throwback edition here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Take a listen. We're talking to Jeff Blum here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. He's the Houston Astros TV analyst, longtime Major League Baseball player. Now, Jeff, we are the intersection of sports and faith here on this podcast. So I want to talk about your faith in Christ a little bit uh, for a moment. I want to talk about, from, from, a, from the beginning standpoint, sort of where that walk with the Lord began, where the roots started taking shape, where the seeds were planted for you in your faith walk.
0: Um, I, I was in church camp. I was I was uh, five years older than my younger brother, so in the summers, my mom would uh, take me up to Lake Arrowhead in, in Southern California, and I would spend the summers, if, or, you know, for a week or two at a time in the mountains in uh, Mount Baldy. And uh, th- it was a church camp. Um, I knew it was a church camp. They didn't ambush me <laughs> and try and yeah. you know indoctrinate me in that sense. Sure, but uh, I wanted to go, and it was kind of funny. I remember that my mom would just stop literally outside the place and. I would run in, you know, I, I didn't bring any friends. I, I, I offered it, but I was usually on my own and my mom would just open the door and I ran for it. Um, we had some very good experiences up there, but, uh, the community and you know, the atmosphere. And I, I would imagine the timing is what led to me really feeling that, that, that movement of the Lord through me and helping me understand that I am not alone on this planet. Um, you know, but obviously between then and now, you know, the the road winds a little bit and gets on, you know, get, gets on that dirt road and gets a little bumpy at times. But uh, that's when I really started to feel the Lord moving through me. And I knew he was with me even from that point on in my life, even though I veered a couple of times.
1: I was going to ask you, what, the, what did that look like as your Major League Baseball career started to take shape? Where is... Where is God in your life during your career, maybe early on, uh, maybe even as recently as, as when you retired in 2012,
0: 2013? Well, well, as any selfish athlete, you go out there and you think that you're doing this all on your own. You know, if some of these situations and the opportunities, oh, I earned this, I earned this. Um, you know, looking back now, I understand that these opportunities were pre- presented in front of me and... Um, I think through my faith and through my understanding of, of, of working hard and playing, playing selflessly in a, in an, in, you know, in sometimes a selfish game helped me to progress. And I really think that helped me have a long career because I was not a superstar. I was a role player. And for whatever reason, I understood that early on and humbled myself and understood that I was, I was a small piece of a large group. And I just think that's, you know, that's the faith in God and being and understanding that, you know, it's not about being self-serving. It's about being a part of something and helping, you know, 24 other guys get to a point where we can achieve success and I learned early on that, uh, you know, I had to play multiple positions. Uh, the hardest part for me in, in baseball was being in the clubhouse and being a believer because there, there are chaplains. Uh, there are Sundays where we have a 15-minute sermon right before a game. But still, you know, there were six days in between Sundays and, you know, there are some situations where it's uncomfortable or, uh, you know, it's taboo to talk about and say, you know, it, you know, are you walking the right walk? Should you be doing this? Should I be doing this? So um, I kind of kept it under wraps and kind of tried to lead by example and not really force on anybody. I, you know, everybody didn't know. Nobody really wanted to be that Bible thumper, quote unquote, in yeah. the clubhouse. So I, I kind of kept to myself as far as my faith was concerned, unfortunately.
1: Was the temptation? You say, unfortunately. Let me go back to that. You regret that, I guess, in some ways.
0: Well, you know what? I I, I broke in the league in 99, so. I had a good four or five years, six years until I got. To, I signed with the San Diego Padres in 2005, and up until that point, every Sunday had four to maybe five, six guys in chapel. Mm. I get. I signed with the San Diego Padres, and that was a story in itself of, of heavy duty prayer. There, the only reason I was in San Diego at that moment for those three years is because I sat at the edge of my oldest daughter's bed and prayed. Mm. I, I said, "Guide me, show me where do you want me," and. And I was fortunate enough that the opportunity came to San Diego to be there because my family was there. I got to live at home. But the first day I showed up in chapel in spring training, 15 guys sat down. And that's where I kind of had that, you know, you yeah. kind of have that moment where you're looking around, and you're going, oh, okay. And you kind of look up a little, look towards the sky and go, okay, I get it now. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Confirmation in some ways. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be.
1: Now, was there a, a sort of a mentor or a veteran presence or even just a player in, in, in any of the particular clubhouses that you've been that was sort of an inspiration to you or somebody you saw and you were like, all right, uh, maybe I'm not as vocal about my faith, but that guy is. And, I, you know, I want to be more like him or maybe it was a chaplain or somebody. But is there somebody in the clubhouse over the years that, that sticks out that, you know, was planting seeds that you kind of see now and you were like, yep, I saw what was going on then?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Lance Berkman. Mm -hmm. hands down. I mean, that's an easy choice for me, but, uh, it's also interesting to know that I had a guy in my life ever since I was five years old in Mike Sweeney and his, and his family were who were very religious and very uh, motivating in that faith sense and very supportive in that also. So they, they, he's kind of, you know, he is the, he's the pinnacle uh, of of the faith-based baseball player, but Lance Berkman for me was one of those guys that was really good at keeping me accountable. And we never really sat down and said, we are Christians. We are going to, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. It was just kind of an unspoken truth and an unspoken understanding that we both knew that, you know, the Lord and Jesus were at the forefront of what we were doing as far as baseball players, but also as, as family men too. Uh, He's the father of four girls. I'm the father of four girls. So there's a lot of similarities there. We both switch hit, you know, but we had a connection early on. And the best thing about Lance was that he he is fearless as far as keeping you accountable. I mean, I remember two or three times where he would just, in, in, a, in a very stern, fatherly voice, look at me and he goes, you need to stop. And, and, I would like, and I would just kind of look at him like, you know, you want to bow up and kind of be like, what are you talking about? But at the same time, I bowed up and I'd go, man, he is so right and it's so annoying right now, but uh, he was very good. I, I enjoy being around Lance. And here I am back in Houston, right, you know, just a, you know, a couple miles away from him.
1: Really enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Blum, the longtime Major League Baseball player, 2005 World Series champion. That was episode number 49 of the podcast going back to October of 2017. And again, we had Jeff on right around that epic 2017 World Series between the Astros and Dodgers that went seven games and uh, was just a lot of fun to watch with Houston prevailing and winning their first World Series title Thanks to Jeff Blum for joining us here on Sports Spectrum. Go back, listen to that entire interview, episode number 49 from October 2017 with Jeff Blum. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Brand new episode coming your way here on Sports Spectrum. Have a great rest of your day. See you soon.